Hey, welcome to the Level Up Girl podcast. We pray that today's message bless you. Let's level up, girl. Praise the Lord. We are here in your show, our show, Level Up Girl. I don't know if you're ready tonight, but we are super excited. Tonight is another episode of Level Up Girl. Uh, we are in season one, episode 10. Girls, did you hear what I said? We are in episode 10. That means our season has come to an end. Ooh. But that's just season one, right? So <laughs> we will be going live again January 5th with season two. We're going to be taking a recess, a little break. And so we will be joining you uh, for season two on January 5th, which is a Tuesday. Uh, we will be able to um, send you uh, information on it. But we thank God that we were able to get through these 10 episodes. Yes, My amen. God. Mm. It's been an honor. It's been um, a little journey here, but it has been extremely fun, at least for yes. me. Um, I know that I mentioned in the last um, on the last episode that the same way we pour it out to you, we receive from it. And mm -hmm. so the same way you have been receiving, it has been blessing me. So I don't know about y'all, but y'all really need to share this with somebody. Yes, yes. So we're going to ask you now that you will just press that share button with somebody. Maybe put their names on the comments. Uh, have a watch party, whatever you like. Uh, Fanny, tell, tell them for uh, who this episode is. This is for women by women. Mm. Um, this is to, you know, uh, speak to those women that may be going through through some things um, in their life or have experienced some things, traumas, whatever it is. Um, we want to speak on subjects that will help you assess your ruins um, and that will, you know, bring you up to level mm -hmm. to heal from, you know, those broken places that you've been or are in. That's and right. so we just want to be you know, uh, we want to help women. We want to help build women. That's right. Um, as, as we do this. Mm -hmm. So we are just super excited that you guys are joining us tonight. We have a lot of ladies that are logging on. We just want to say hello to Demi, Abebe, Alicia. We have a couple on Instagram. My Instagram uh, is having poor connection. Um, if you want to move over to uh, Facebook or YouTube or Twitter, you can do that or go to Fani's page, right? Um, we are in several different uh, platforms, so you can kind of catch us anywhere, right? Um, we thank you so much for uh, logging on to our podcast, uh, wherever you listen to your podcast, whether it's Apple, Google Play, or Spotify. Uh, we are in all the major platforms as well. Uh, we have a little bit of news. Everybody that has ordered T-shirts, your order has been shipped. Uh, we had a lot of work to do because there was many of you that ordered your shirts. Uh, we still have a few left, so please grab one before they're all gone. Uh, we won't be ordering any until next year, which is not that far away, but it is next year. So uh, make sure you order your T-shirts while we still have uh, some left. A lot of people have ordered, and um, like I said, we have shipped your order, so you should be getting it uh, within a couple of days. Um, anything um, else? I also wanted to mention, <laughs> I don't know if you girls have been active on social media here as of last night, but I did post um, a giveaway on my page as well as on the level uh, on the Level Up Girl Squad page, or you can see it all over the social arms. 
um, where we were doing a giveaway and a lot of you, you know, participated. So hopefully for the next one, um, a lot of you will, uh, you know, participate. comment, participate, <laughs> share, right. um, so that you can qualify to win. Um, I don't know about you, but I like free stuff. Come on, somebody. And, I mean, if I could put my own name on there, I would have, but hey, listen, out of the few of you that did share, we're going to choose someone tonight. Um, and I'm just going to private message you because I, I <coughs> didn't um, get a chance to look at everyone on each different platform. But tonight, um, after we're done with the program, I'll reach out to the winner and um, just get all of your information. You still have time. I just want to put this out there. You still have time. If you're logged on, go look on Pastor Lucy's uh, Luz Hernandez Ministries page, or you can find it on my page, um, also on Instagram. So go comment five names of five women, um, share it on your story, or just share it on your Facebook, and then we'll go ahead and pick a winner uh, tonight after we log out, and I will be reaching out to you. Okay, this is uh, the Level Up uh, Girl t-shirt. If you can see it there, uh, if you want one, send us a message or just go on to um, the website. It's lhm1.org. Again, that's lhm1.org. You can go on there and then just order the t-shirts. Um, if you are local, all you have to do is just send me a message. Um, and then I will let you know where you can come and pick it up. That way you don't have to pay for shipping. Mm -hmm. uh, if you still want to ship, then you can go ahead and just uh, order it through the uh, website. We want to give a shout out to all the girls in our faith squad. What, what? Hey, girls. Girls, we love you so much. Thank you for joining us tonight. Thank you for sharing us. Um, thank you for always uh, supporting us and interacting with us on social media. We love to see your testimonies and your comments. I don't know about you, but even as we have been engaging for weeks, uh, this has changed me. Um, I know Fani has benefit, benefited from this as well. Um, this is for everybody. Even when we're talking to you, God is talking to us. Uh, even as you're growing, we're growing. Um, and that's the great thing about the Lord, right? Every time you speak the word of God, as it's edifying others, it's edifying you. And that is the most wonderful thing about the living word of God, Powerful. because it is so so alive mm -hmm. and the bible says that it's a double-edged sword right mm -hmm. so it cuts that way and it cuts this Jesus. way uh it gets to the deepest parts of our life and i just thank god for that changing living word that we can share with you as we're sharing it with ourselves so ladies thank you so much for joining us these 10 episodes have been great this first season has been amazing um time flies yes it definitely mm. does I, I uh, hear a lot of these women just sending us wonderful testimonies on how this has changed their lives, these conversations. A lot of the times, being a pastor, I know, we don't speak about these things mm -hmm. from the pulpit mm -hmm. because you're trying to bring, you know, an edifying Sunday word. And, yep. and these issues are private issues, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, issues that are like taboo, right? Yeah. We don't like to talk about them. We don't want to put our business out mm -hmm. there. So we usually don't preach about this, but um, I thank God that we're able to come together and be transparent, uh, even be vulnerable. I think yes. I love that word, right? Yes, yes. Uh, when you can be able to take off those masks mm -hmm. and say, you know what, this here I am, yep. take it or leave it. This is who I am. 
and I'm just going to bear it all and, and I'm going to expose who I really am. I think that that helps us as women as well. When we see other women get to a place like that of vulnerability mm -hmm. and just being transparent and open about things that maybe they go through or have gone through um, and how they got out of it. Right. Um, and so I appreciate that so much. And one of the um, girls that reached out to me recently mentioned that um, she was like, I just love how transparent you girls are. Um, because you don't see that much in le you don't see that much in uh, leadership, mm -hmm. and I was like, wow, thank you so much for that, and it's true. Amen. <laughs> uh, we have uh, Terry on Instagram. Uh, hi, God bless you. Um, we thank everybody that is joining us. We have so many ladies here uh, on the live, and we just thank you so much. I, I want you to understand that tonight is a party, so we're gonna be a little longer tonight. We're gonna take our time with the subject that we're gonna be talking about tonight. So go ahead and I don't know where you are, if you're home, you're in your car, we're gonna take a little extra time. So give us a little bit more of your time tonight since it's the last uh, episode of season one. Uh, we wanted to spend a little bit more time so that we can kind of hash this out and really kind of iron out the kinks of what we're gonna be talking about. Cause entangle uh, entanglements can get kind of uh, crunchy, right? Yeah. <laughs> and and you need to kind of unravel these things and talk about them a little bit more. Um, I'm having a little bit of trouble on my Instagram, Terry. So if you want to move over to Facebook or YouTube, you may do that. Um, amen. So girls, as you know, we usually explain the segments. Uh, we have four segments uh, on Level Up Girl. Number one is entanglements. It's exactly what you hear. Entanglements are things that entangle us. It could be uh, thought process. Uh, it can be relationships. It can be friendships. It can be careers. It can be dead-end jobs. Um, they're just things that caught us up. They're things that have us stuck. And sometimes we say stuck on stupid, right? Because we can't even move, right? We're just stuck in this place. And um, the enemy loves entanglements. Mm. He he loves to kind of creep his little web. And, and the, I don't know if anybody has ever studied uh, um, spiders. But if you look on how a spider uh, tries to take its prey, mm. it's such an amazing thing to, to research it, right? Because the first time that the, the spider throws its web, it's so um, small and so transparent that you can't even mm. notice it. And what the spider does is that it swings to the other side and it throws another web and, and, and the prey can't see it. And the prey says, you can't get me. You can't get me. Right. The spider goes to the other side and throws another web and it looks very innocent and very, uh, uh um, transparent or very weak. Mm -hmm. And it keeps doing that to the point where the prey cannot move any longer. Mm. And when the prey sees that it cannot move, now it feels stuck. Jesus. Now it feels heavy. He can't even lift up his mm -hmm. arms to try to break away. And this is how the enemy does to us when we think we're untouchable. Mm -hmm. When we think, you know what? This ain't going to hold me down. This ain't going to entangle me. I can sweep in and sweep out. This. Come on, somebody. Yeah, that's deep. And a lot of the times we get stuck and we don't even know how it happened. Mm -hmm. But that's what an entanglement is. It's things that, that have caught us up. And so... Uh, we usually talk about different entanglements. We have also asked you ladies to maybe send us messages on some topics that you would want to talk about. And tonight we are going to be talking about a topic that somebody referred to us, um, a lady by the name of Tiffany Villanueva. She uh, sent us a message. 
uh, about a topic and we're going to go into it in a couple of minutes. We'll tell you what the entanglement is. Uh, but uh, part two of the segment is level up. That's what this is all about. Level up is just, you know what, girl, you need to change your perspective. Mm -hmm. You need to look in a different way. A glass can have uh, water halfway and you can look at it and say it's half empty or half full. You choose your perspective. Yeah. And so we're just here to say, you know what? You need to change your perspective. You've been looking at this situation in the wrong way. Mm -hmm. And we need to kind of level up, change that perspective, see it a different way so that you can be able to come up to level. Uh, the third segment is word, right? We understand that we just said that the word is a double-edged sword, but we also know that hearing, um, I, I always say this, faith comes by hearing, right? We always quote the scripture and sometimes we don't understand. Mm -hmm. Faith, you believing, comes by hearing, right? Hearing, the ability to hear, your ears opening, come by reading the word of God, by listening to the word of God. When you hear the word of God, the word of God pops your ears open. And then faith comes in. Come on. Because if you don't have the ability to hear, you don't know what faith is. Mm -hmm. You can't hear faith. You can understand faith. So your ears will pop by hearing the word. You'll get the ability to hear in the spirit and understand what God is trying to tell you. So we always go into the word. The word is a lamp onto our feet. It will direct our path. Amen. It will tell us. I mean, listen, we can, we can talk about the word all night because by the word, this earth was created. By the word, everything that we know was created. The Bible says in John 1 that he was the word. He became flesh. He was God. We know that Jesus came and he became flesh. He is the word. We can go on and on about what the word is to us. But let me tell you something. It's alive. It pierces our hearts. It goes down to our intentions. It goes on to the deepest parts of our lives. And it just separates everything. It, it does an operation in our life. And this is why it might sound corny. But let me tell you, the word has changed us. Facts. And we could only share with you what worked for us. Mm -hmm. We can't sit here and say, we're the experts. We know it all. These are our words. Our words cannot change you. That's the right. only word that can change you is the living word of God. Amen. So we have to share the word with you. And lastly, we have affirmations. I don't know if you know, but the year 2020 in the uh, Hebrew calendar, that uh, 80 at the end, it's uh, 5780. That 80 is the word pay, P-E-Y. The word pay is a spark in the mouth. And so when we talk about affirmations, we understand that Proverbs uh, says that life and death are in the power of the tongue. What you declare that you will eat from the fruit of what you declare. So if you declare life, you will eat the fruit of life. If you declare death, you're going to eat the fruit of death. In other words, what you sow, you're going to reap. So you better be sowing seeds of life through your mouth. We got to stop declaring heaviness, uh, 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 negativity, death. We got to declare life. And that's what we choose to do. This is a, a level up girl. Like I said, we are in uh, season one, episode 10. Today's our last episode of season one. Make sure you share this with somebody. Make sure that somebody is watching, that you're sharing the word with somebody. Um, we are super happy to have all you uh, women that are watching live and all those that are going to be watching also on the replay. So today's entanglement, I don't know if the ladies are ready. Can I get a virtual uh, uh, drum roll, please? Give it to them. 
Come on. Today's entanglement is what uh returning to emotional Egypt. It is returning <laughs> to emotional Egypt. Listen, girls, we're gonna have to laugh at this one because we all do this. Mm. There is nobody exempt Come from on. going back to this emotional Egypt. Our sis Tiffany referred this topic. She gave us a little rundown of, of a personal testimony. And I said, whoa, that's deep. Mm -hmm. That is deep. And nobody but nobody here tonight can say, I've never gone back to an emotional Egypt. Because we all do that. Yeah. And tonight we're going to dissect. When I say dissect, we're going to get into every area of why we go back to emotional Egypt. Egypt, of course, you ladies know, that is a, a symbol of slavery. Mm -hmm. Right? It's a symbol of slavery. The, the Jewish people were in, in Egypt enslaved for so many years until they were able to be freed. But why do we go back to this slavery? Why do we choose to go back to the slavery? What in us attracts us to go backwards and not forward? And that's what we're going to discuss tonight, right? Mm -hmm. Come on, Fanny. So why do we go back to toxic relationships or even friendships? I mean, that's, that's a great question. Yeah, that's one to ask yourself. Why do we keep putting up with the, you know, dis dysfunction? dysfunction. Mm -hmm. I think that a lot of the times, and girls, I know you don't want to miss season two mm. because we are going to be talking about those magnets that draw us back Ooh. to this function uh, that's been in my spirit for a while now and we're we're going to get into it we're going to talk about the magnets that attract us to this function mm. so don't you you don't want to miss season two but today we're on the last one of season one yeah so why do we go back to this function hmm, that's a good question that is a good question ladies we're asking you so you know it, it's gonna turn the wheels in your mind why do we go back? What in us is okay uh, with with putting up with less than, with dealing with less than? Mm. That's a good question. We all go through it. We do. <laughs> uh, it's, it's funny because as I was researching this, I found a couple of articles that really kind of dug deep into what we wanted to talk about. Mm. And so I found two articles that I loved. They're by these life coaches. One is John Kennedy and the other one's E.B. Johnson. Um, I loved a lot of the things that they had to say. So we're going to go through some of these things. We're going to add um, our little flavor, our little testimonies. Girls, feel free to interact. This is your show, our show. Um, we love to interact with you. Please give us your testimonies. Maybe you have gone through a situation. We want to hear from you. Um, and from time to time, we'll go back to the comments and also read off some of the things that you have said. But according to a recent survey, one in four women, one in four, mm -hmm. and one in nine men are in relationships that contain some sort of physical or sexual violence or stalking. Look at this. One in four women. Ooh are in relationships that contain some sort of physical, sexual violence, or stalking. That's scary. Mm. It used to be thought that people went back to abusive relationships simply out of fear, felt intimidated to leave, or were financially dependent on the person. Now, there are certainly real reasons this happens. I've been through that. Mm. I'm sure you have also, right? But there are a few more that we want to talk about. So we're going to get into it now. You can also go ahead and, and say some. Uh, I know Terry said 
uh, not wanting to be accountable and have to move on. Ooh, definitely. That's, that's definitely. That's a whole topic within itself. That's right. right. Yeah. Getting comfortable. We're going to get there. You're getting ahead of us, baby. Yeah. <laughs> so listen to this. So uh, let's just dive right in into level up. Like we said, level up is changing your perspective. We're going to dive into the reasons that we go back into toxic relationships or friendships or situations. So the level up today, the first one is love. Mm. We love love. <laughs> Many of us are in love with being in love. <laughs> And like Pastor like said, that. that's a whole nother subject for, for itself. Yeah. That's a whole nother um, episode. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Many of us uh, were fed Disney princess stories and Hallmark love and all the happily uh, ever afters uh, we could handle. Come on, somebody. I, I love those. Let mm -hmm. me tell you. I used to watch them for days. <laughs> um, what those episodes or movies failed to portray uh, were all the ups and downs that exist in relationships. Mm. You know, it's crazy because even as little girls, we literally watch, you know, these movies and we're like, oh, my God, I want to be that princess. That mm -hmm. princess life is, is so perfect. And we even as little kids, even as little girls, we are already um, doing, you know, things that we see ourselves doing as as grown women. <coughs> oh, I want to get married and I want to have this dress. And and it's crazy because as a child, you don't even think about the mess that comes behind come on somebody testify whatever it is that we really think we want mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. and so so it, the funniest thing <laughs> is that all these disney movies the at the end of the movie the big title that comes on is and they lived happily, happily ever, ever after the end but how many of us know us that we've been in relationships <laughs> that that's just the beginning come on that the end is just the beginning. Come on, somebody, right? That's where all the trouble starts, right? You need some counseling That's on right. counseling mm -hmm. for that counseling. So you're saying there's no perfect relationship. There is there. no perfect relationship. And I, mm. I hate when people think that everything that that glitters is gold. gold. Come on, somebody, <laughs> right? And, and, and the Insta stories that people want to portray. Ooh, my perfect relationship. And oh, my boo did this mm. and they did that. And... Don't let it fool you. Don't let it fool you. Come on. Don't let it fool you. Um, it is possible you might be holding on to a relationship that is unhealthy and unsafe at times because in your love, you're in love with the idea of love. I think mm. that that's very dangerous. I think, um, and, and I and I talk mm. about this when when uh, me and my husband do uh, our premarital counseling. Mm -hmm. We always talk about what is being in love. Mm -hmm. Is it those butterflies in your stomach? Is it those little uh, uh, ups and downs that you get, that you're excited, that mm -hmm. you get on the phone, you go on a date, and when you come home after the date, you get on the phone and say, oh, honey, I miss you. Mm. I miss you so much. <laughs> and you go to sleep on the phone to two or three o'clock in the morning talking. You know, and a lot of us, we associate love with that feeling. And then one morning after we were married, when mm -hmm. that feeling is gone, we feel like, we're not in love anymore because we put way too much emphasis on a feeling of butterflies when love is a decision, a commitment for life. Yes. My God. But that that's a subject for something it else. It really is. That's, Come on. That's super deep right there. And um, <laughs> a lot of us are just in love with the idea of being in love, those butterflies, how he makes you feel and, and, and just saying his name and the cologne he wears mm. and the crispy shirts he be wearing, yeah. you know, come on somebody, <laughs> you know, we can be petty like that. 
I mean, come on. Yep. And so you you look at somebody's kicks and you're like, oh, I like those. Mm -hmm. You know, man, that that that's my kind of man, and he can dress. <laughs> that's what attracts me to a man. You know, he's six packs. And then by the time you you're five years into the marriage, he's got a whole cake. That's funny. Not not even that. It could be a whole uh, shift in personality, like. You know, your attitude, you start dealing with the attitudes now or just, that, you know, Ooh. the real person. Oh, the real. When you start, mm. when, you know, they say you don't know somebody till you live with them. Oh, and that's yeah. true. That's that right. is true. And that is, you know, that's where we hide a lot of the realness, right? Listen, In the camera, let what, everything's Well, let good. me tell you something. It's funny that you say <laughs> that because we do that all the time. Whenever we have people coming over, we got that one closet in the house. You know what I'm talking about? The one closet we throw all the stuff in when people are yes. coming over. And, and when people say, where's the bathroom? You make sure you tell them exactly where it is. Because if they open up that door, a lot door. of stuff is going to come out, mm. right? And we do that with our lives. We kind of stuff all the ugly things that we don't want nobody to, to see. But when we get married, it's kind of like we let loose, right? Mm -hmm. We we take off that little button over here, right? <laughs> we don't we don't hold in our it's breath anymore, right? It's holding it together. Don't, don't hold it together no more, right? <laughs> Amen. So sometimes we're just in love with the idea of love yeah. because we've been fed so much garbage mm. our whole life about what the fantasy world of, you know, Disney princesses love and Hallmark and the nice hot cocoa and all that stuff. And in reality, love has nothing to do with that. That's not realistic. No, it's not. But we go back to toxic relationships because we're just in love with the idea of being in love. Mm -hmm. um, I think, uh, what's uh, the next one? Uh, even though many times you know you are in pain and unhappy. Um, you stay there. Yeah. Hmm. We, we tend to stay there. Um, I think that just people don't know how to deal with, with it. Some people probably don't even know how to articulate what they're going through. Mm. You know, um, I, I know that I've experienced new things and I'm like, okay, I know that there's something wrong with me, but I just don't know what's wrong. Right. You can't put it into yeah, words. Yeah. Like I, I don't understand. Is this normal? And then, so you, you're there for so long that it just becomes normal to you. Oh Lord. Mm. That's, that's a good one. Yeah. It becomes normal to you. Mm. So the, the, the other reason that uh, people go back is hope. Um, I think that as humans, we in, in instinctively hope and we we can perpetually hope that things will get better right we're in a relationship and things are just going south okay and we just have this thing in our life that we just hope and hope and hope and we continue to hope um the reality of course is that we can't stop an abusive relationship or behavior um in a person that doesn't want to change right the change in an abusive person yeah. has to come from them. Yeah. But we keep continuing to feel that if we continue to hope that it's going to change, if we continue to hope that, you know, they're going to see the light, that they're going to see reality. Uh, but if they don't want to stop, only the person, only that abuser can choose and decide for themselves that they want to change. Mm -hmm. There's nothing in an outside source that can bring them that except for God, of course, God. right? Mm -hmm. But they have to decide to want to change. Do you yeah. know that it's crazy? Because sometimes we think that we have the power to change yeah. them and that hope keeps us there. Do you know that not even God 
can change somebody that doesn't want to change. The Bible says that he is a gentleman, that he knocks at the door. And if you open the door, he will come in and have supper with you, right? Mm -hmm. That he will eat with you. He's a gentleman. Yep. He will knock down that door. Mm -hmm. This is free will. You have to choose to want to change. And so if God won't do it, why do we think we could do it? Hmm. I, I wonder if this is just a woman thing. Like, or do, is there men that actually say, oh my God, you know, I, let me see if, if I can change me sticking it through here with her will make her change or whatever, or her attitude or whatever, because us women, I, I don't know. We just got like this motherly instinct where we just want to save everybody. And, you know, we, mm. I, I don't know if it's a woman thing, if it's a mom thing, what it is, but we feel like we can save everybody. And so we continue to, um, to, uh, yeah, like you just continue to just say, you know what, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. And you just continue there and you keep putting up with the same crap and same crap. Well, let me tell you that biblically, there was a man, Hosea, right, that God told them to go back to his wife and she was a prostitute. And, you know, God was trying to show him how he felt with Israel. And so he was going to have to enact what God was doing with his people, but he was doing the same thing. He kept going back to her thinking she was going to change, mm. thinking that she was going to turn back and stop prostituting herself and stop giving her love to everybody, mm. giving her body to everybody. And God kept telling him to go back. So I think it does happen to men. Maybe we don't know about it because right. we're very motherly. Yeah. You know, we have that instinct of trying to change people. But I think that the only way you can stop the abuse is by walking away. I think the only way you can win this game is by not playing it at all. That's right. A, a lot of people think, you know what, I'm just going to keep playing this game because I'm going to win. I'm going to win. You know who the biggest loser is? You. Mm. You lose in that game when you play with an abuser, when you play with a toxic relationship. At the end, you're going to lose because at the end of the day, you deserve so much better. And there's different types of abuse. Let me just tell you, we're not talking about somebody that's just laying hands on you. That's right. You know, we're talking about uh, the narcissist. We're talking about the one that abuse you, abuses you mentally. The one that, you know, just puts you down. Mm. Um, we're, we're talking about Emotionally, all, yeah, yeah. Like all types of abuse uh, that you, you probably have dealt with or are dealing with um, when it comes to these relationships. Let, let me tell you, I think we're... Um, down the road we're going to be talking about that um but even as i was uh studying for this and reading some articles it broke me mm. I, I had to come into terms with myself and say god wow i can't believe i was there mm -hmm. and i was dealing with that kind of abuser and i didn't even know mm. a lot of us don't even know we're in an abusive yeah. relationship because we've never read an article that says hey you're in an abusive relationship. Right. We we just think, you know what? This is yep. going to get better. I got to yep. try harder. You know, I got to do more. I got to do better. I, I, I got to keep competitive. I got to, uh, last week we were talking about, you know, getting all dolled up mm -hmm. and, and wearing all this stuff and the latest fashion and the latest bras and undies and, you know, always trying to serve it up and trying to do better than the next because we think that that's going to change the abuse. Right. And we don't even know we're in an abuse, but we're going to get into that a little later. Um, some of the girls says here, um, let me see. I think I read something here. People who have been mental abuse, uh, would rather be hit at times. Yeah. Mental abuse. Let me tell you something. You can carry that on for years. I mean, 
I, we don't condone anybody getting slapped or punched, right? Because those things should not happen. Right. But those those bruises go away. What about the emotional and the mental abuse yeah. that many of us have gone through? <laughs> People putting us down to the point that we don't even love ourselves anymore. Mm -hmm. We don't even think we're worth anything. You know, um, it's 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 hard. It is. It's very hard, especially when we're in a marriage. And we believe that marriage should be forever. Mm. And we're stuck in a prison. That's what we're talking about, emotional Egypt. We're in a prison somewhere. We're, we're slaves of something, of someone, of a situation, of a relationship, of a friendship. And we don't know how to get out. This is why we're having this conversation. Ladies, I, I know this is heavy. I don't know if you feel it, Fanny, but I, I feel a heaviness. Like I'm feeling your energy out there and I'm feeling like, there's people that are just broken right now, just watching. There's people that tears are rolling down their eyes, even as we're talking. I just feel it in my spirit. I feel people just breaking down right now saying, oh my God, I'm in a, an abusive relationship and I didn't even know. I thought there was something wrong with me. Mm. I thought that if I did something more, if I tried harder, this can work. And today, tonight, I have realized that I'm just in an abusive relationship or I'm in a toxic relationship. Because maybe it's not abusive, it's just toxic. You know, it's a back and forth. Maybe you are putting a little grain of salt in there right. too. Because let me tell you something, you get contaminated yes, after a while, you become ugly too. And, and, and this is why it's important not to play the game because at the end of the day, you're gonna lose. You're gonna lose yourself. You're gonna lose your self-worth. You're gonna lose your mind, your emotion, your self-worth, everything that you work so hard to build. You're gonna lose it in 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 this game that you shouldn't be playing. You shouldn't be playing. And so, ladies, I I, I feel your heaviness. I, I think sometimes I always say this: the prophetic is so, something um, so sensitive because mm -hmm. God will allow you to feel the burden of others, yeah. and God always does that to me. I'll break mm -hmm. down crying, girls. Uh, uh, my cousin did my makeup tonight. Please do not make me cry. Um, <laughs> it took a long time, so uh, please don't make me cry. I feel crying coming on because we get stuck yep we get stuck and um it's so hard to build ourselves up again you know mm -hmm. it it took me years years to be able to look at myself in the mirror and say girl you're worth something come on there's still something down inside of you you know god still loves you i know you don't love yourself i used to tell myself that one time I went to a woman's thing mm -hmm. and um, they were passing around. I, I get goosebumps just thinking because I go back to that place and they were passing around the mirror. And the pastor said, um, you're gonna have to look at, at yourself in the mirror and you're gonna have to say something beautiful to yourself. Girls, could, could you believe that I couldn't find anything to say to myself? I just broke down crying. I had to put the mirror down because I couldn't look at that girl in the face. I had let her down. I let her down with my choices. I let her down with being in a toxic relationship, accepting less than, just conforming to the status quo, to what was comfortable at the moment, not venturing out, not believing and jumping out of the boat. I was scared. And I let her down and I couldn't look at her in the face. I couldn't say, I'm gonna help you out. I'm gonna take you out of this. I couldn't say that because I was stuck. And I, I just feel that God is just touching women right now. And I declare that God will open up your eyes. Yes. That you will be able to see that you are worth so much more than what the devil is offering you right now.
that you are so much more than what the enemy is trying to do to you, mm. that you are so much more than the toxic relationship that you are entangled with right now. I declare that you open up your eyes, that God gives you the strength, the belief in yourself, that you have self-worth, that the value comes from God and not from man, yeah. that the value comes from God and not from the situation, that you are who God says you are, no more and no less. Amen. Amen. So I, I just hope that right now you are receiving that peace that surpasses all understanding. Let the Holy Spirit minister to you. I don't want this to be just a, a you know, a talk, a conversation right. without you understanding that God is in the midst of this conversation. The Holy Spirit, right? Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The great thing about God is that he can be in all places at all times. So he's here with us and he's there with you. And I need you to understand that he's embracing you right now as you're crying, as you're feeling like, you know what, overwhelmed. You're saying, I don't know how to get out of this. I, I, I want to hear the end of the talk because I, I need you to give me pointers on how I can stop going back to toxic. Amen. So that hope, that was number two, hope. We're always hoping that things are going to get better, hoping, uh, uh, you know, uh, that, that they're going to love us, hoping that we're going to do something that's going to change them, right? And our pride gets in the way. We, we feel that we have a magic touch. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. Exactly. I know your ex couldn't make you change, but you know what? I got the magic touch. Mm -hmm. There's a song about that. We're not going to talk about that, right? Because that's when I wasn't saved. You know, I used to listen to that. It was 50 <laughs> cents or something like that, right? But we don't got that magic touch. We're not talking about that one, right? We're, but we think that we have what it takes to change people. And when we start getting into pride of, you know what? We, we got what it takes we become the losers, right? Being the one who understands, a lot of the times like, uh-uh, I can hold my man down, I'm holding him down, mm -hmm. right? Because we get ghetto, we're die. like, is, I'm a ride or die chick, you Bonnie know? And Clyde. Come on, yes, <laughs> you know? I'm holding down my man because you know what? He held me down when I was down and out and mm. now holding him down is accepting toxic, mm. accepting less than. You know, there was one thing that I didn't understand. There was people in my lives, relationships, right? Significant others that I had that at one point, God used them to bless me. But I didn't understand that there comes a time that that same person that God used to bless me, they're no longer belonging in my next season. Mm -hmm. And so I kept dragging them into the next season that they didn't belong and when somebody doesn't belong in that next season and you continue to take them it's just gonna get toxic yes it's just gonna get toxic because you're out of god's will yep. and so i couldn't understand because i you know what i used to pride myself in mm -hmm. i'm a grateful person i'm very grateful if you've ever done a favor for me i don't care if you trash me i'll always remember that favor you did for me and you know what i'll say Ito, man, but you know yep. She came through for me, man, when I really needed her. Mm -hmm. I know she's talking trash about me now. I know she backstabbed me. I know. But you know what? One day when I needed her, she was there. So I, you know, I, I don't have any ill will. I forgive her. Let her go. You know, I just, I'm, I'm grateful. And because of that gratefulness, I got stuck on staying with men in my life that did, no longer belonged in my life because their season in my life was over. This is why we need to also understand that when somebody says, you know what, I ride for you, mm. I ride for you, you need to understand the context bef mm. behind riding for somebody oh, or Lord. going hard for somebody because 
listen, if you are not appreciating me, if you're not treating me how, you know, I should be treated, if you're not valuing me mm -hmm. as a person, as a woman, as a friend, as whatever it may be, whatever the relationship that's toxic or situation. Be, yeah. Yeah. Whatever the situation may be. Um, I can't like, this is what, what I hear a lot. Uh, females that have, have said this before. Oh, I ride for my man, but your man has, it's, has been abusive. Your man has, you know, cheated. Your man has just been everything that he should not be to you. Mm -hmm. You feel me? And here we are, we make ourselves look stupid. <coughs> and I'm speaking because I've been there before. Like, yeah, I ride for my man when my man was cheating on me the whole time. Mm. When, you know, I just saw me messages of him or naked pictures of some chick or something mm. like that. Like, it just gets deep. Like, yo, don't be stupid. Like we cannot be stupid, right? No. Put ourselves in that in that situation. Understand that writing for somebody is somebody that's writing for you. Somebody that's got your back. Somebody that's gonna love you, take care of you, uh, um, in all aspects, emotionally, mentally. That's right. You know, it's it's. And we're gonna get to that uh, to that part because that's important to understand. Somebody that's writing for you in all aspects. And I'm gonna get into the financial situation because sometimes we think just because he pay the bills, he's writing for me. Come on. No. There has to be an equal uh, across the, the horizon, right? So we're going to go into that. But I, I I think that one of the other things is our pride too, right? Mm. We have hope in our pride, right? We, we, we pride ourselves that, you know what? That we're going to hold our men down better than his ex. Yep. And because we had it out with the ex, now we're like, I can't let him go because she's going to know that, you know what? I'm no better than her because she couldn't keep him. I can't keep him either because he's no good, right? Um, or even uh, priding ourselves in, in keeping a man that's with another woman, right? Uh, so you're the side chick or you're the main woman and he has a side chick. Or you were the main woman, but now you became the side chick because he decided to leave with somebody else. And now you just you're taking entangled whatever, yourself all you're up You're taking whatever he can give you, right? Yep. Um, so, you know, we, we do all this stuff, right? So the other the other point of why we keep going back to toxic relationship situations, friendship is unequal power. Yes. Go ahead. Um, an abusive relationship is fundamentally about power and control. Mm. Not necessarily, y'all. Come Not on. Necessarily. Come on. It's about breaking down your self-worth and belief mm. in order to control you, but why? To service the need of the abuser. Uh, that's point number one. Point number two is to keep them in their safe space. Mm. And lastly, where they have learned what relationships need to be for them. So in, in other words, what you're saying is that these abusers or these situations are keeping us in, in check. Okay. So the abuser, and we're talking about a relationship right now, the abuser knows what they need in order to be in a safe space. Mm. They know what they need in a relationship and they're going to make you perform what they want mm. in order to keep you there. Listen to this. And, and this is so, so profound. And this is what, what, uh, uh, kind of broke me down as I was going through this, right? They take this power and enforce it, uh, um, and enforce the control by doing this, making you ask for money. Mm. So in other words, I was in a relationship. I was making good money. I've always worked. I was in sales. I was killing it in sales. I was doing great. You know, 
making it work. Yes, it was stressful. Yes, it was just bringing me down because at the end of the month, we had to meet a quarter. You know, mm -hmm. you're in sales. Yep. And so at the end of the month, you had to bring a quarter. I was just, you know, uh, stressed out. So the person that I was dating said, you know what? I'm making a lot of money. You don't need to work. You can stay home and you can raise our kid. Mm -hmm. And so I said, man, I've been working since I was 17. Mama needs a break. Right. Ain't no, there's nothing wrong with taking a break. You know, you're going to pay the bills. Fine. We, we'll do it. Mm. But guess what? Little did I know that the devil was trying to throw those little spider webs little by little to the point that I couldn't break out. Because now I was dependent on somebody for my next. That one's hard. That's a hard one. And when you surrender your control to somebody else, especially financially, mm. you're done for. Yeah. I get goosebumps just saying it. When yeah. I was reading this, I said, oh my God, I was there. I surrendered my right because I needed a break. Been working since I was 17. I'm tired. Mm -hmm. I've never been able to raise my kids. Mm -hmm. My first, my my first, when she was a month old, I went back to work because I needed to work. I feel that. So when my second came, I said, I can be a stay-at-home mom like those rich ladies. What? <laughs> What? I can go you, to the park during the day? You gonna pay the what? You're gonna pay the who? <laughs> and I'm gonna be at the pool with the baby playing around? Splashing? <laughs> I used to take those pictures, right? Oh. Yep. Lay try, back. Yeah, to try to give some hate to, to my northerner friends, you know? Like, uh, this is October, and I took a picture of my, of my toes in the sun, you know? But nobody knew the price that I was paying for mm. that sun on the toes. Come on. Because I gave up my right. And a lot of the times these abusers, these manipulators, these people that like to, con to take control of the situation by taking the rug up underneath you to the point that you're entangled. So number one is making you ask for money. Now, hey, I, I need to buy this for myself. I need to buy uh, uh, that for myself. Now I'm asking you for money. Now I got to behave. Mm -hmm. I can't give you no crap. That's right. You crap because yep. if you get mad, you Whack ain't gonna up. give me no money. Yep. So now I'm hustling for money. Listen to me. Going from a, a career woman to hustling for money because I, I gotta behave. I can't, you know what? He's at the line, but you know, I gotta keep it on, on the wraps because he won't pay my, my rent this mm. month. Girls, you know, this there there's no glory in talking about this because this is just bare. Mm -hmm. This is just us being vulnerable to the point of no return. This is you taking a microscope and looking inside us and our, our situations bare with no makeup, no filters, no nothing. And this is what we go down to when we go ahead and give somebody our control. These people that are abusers or manipulators. And it can be on both sides of the spectrum. It does, only doesn't happen to women. Mm -hmm. It happens to men too. Yep. There's a lot of cougars out there. Yeah. Cause like, I'll pay your rent. I'll pay everything. You just got to service me and we good. Mm. Right. So we got to tell the truth. Right. Yeah. Um, number two, controlling where you go and who you talk to. Have you ever been in a relationship like that? Mm. Uh, I don't think you should go out with your friend. I mean, you know, I don't like her. No, but I've, I've heard mm. of, of women who have dealt with situations like that. Uh, I don't know that that it's just so deep. It's so many, so many areas where you can see how a manipulator is, is trying to control you in so many ways. And these points right here are exposing that personality. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. 
Mm -hmm. Open your ears tonight, ladies. Uh, what about the person that makes the decisions for you? Mm. You don't have a voice. Have you ever been to a dinner and you sit down and they already ordered your dinner? Uh, I don't like that. Well, that's what's on the menu tonight. There's people like that. It's childish. But those are insecurities that come mm -hmm. with that abuser. Mm -hmm. And because they already know what they like in their relationship, mm -hmm. they're going to control you by making those situations happen in that relationship. And because you have given your rights away, you can't make any noise. You got to just go with the flow. Ugh. Oh, my Lord. I I'm sure you girls can list a million other things because if you've ever been in a relationship like that, you feel so vulnerable. You feel so out of control. You feel like every minute of the day has been dictated to you, right? And that there is no noise you can make because you're going to lose a lot of different things. Let's call them benefits, right? Yeah, benefits. Right? And so to what end do these people do this, right? It says your abusers want to ensure that you leaving is not an option. And let me tell you funny, this broke me right here. This messed me up. Abusers do all these things so that leaving them will never be an option. And I was in that situation. Listen to the second one. Fostering a belief that this is all you deserve or that no one else would want you. Girls, let me tell you, I cried for days. My previous relationship that I was in, okay, where I had my sons out of wedlock, I was in that relationship. And this person, when I decided to leave, I knew it was time to go. I knew it was time to answer God's call because God was calling me. I knew that I had a ministry calling. I knew that God wanted to do greater things. I looked at my friends on Facebook, people that I grew up with. There were bishops. They were pastors. They, they were uh, 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 missionaries. Listen to what I'm saying. When I was 19 years old, I was a youth pastor. And then I, I strayed away. What I'm trying to tell you is that I was on a course. I grew up in church. I was on a course that God wanted me to. Mm. I went to Bible Institute when I was 12, 13, and 14. Who does that? I was the youngest one there. The next age above me, I was 12. The next age was like 30. That was the youngest after me, 30. And it was in Spanish. I didn't even know how to read it and write Spanish. So what I'm saying is that God had destined a course for me. And I, I got out of that course. When I'm in this relationship, in the middle of the night, I start hearing God calling me. Mm -hmm. He would call me in the middle of the night and I would get up and I would search the rooms because I could swear somebody was in my house. And after a couple of times, I think it was a, a, a month that he kept doing that. I just said to the person that I was with, listen, God is calling me. I cannot continue to do this. I've given you so many opportunities and you don't want to do the right thing. There's always a reason why we cannot get married or be together. I can't do this anymore. I'm taking that decision, that power, I'm taking it away from you. Let me tell you something, and I'm going to be talking about this on Friday because I have an interview to talk about my, my testimony on Facebook. Um, it'll be in Spanish, though. But I'm going to be talking about the, the moment where I said to God, if I do this to him and I tell him that I don't want to be with him, the first thing he's going to do is say, financially, we're through. Yeah. I knew he was going to do that because he had done it before. Hmm. He would withhold mm -hmm. the money to pay for the bills so that I can get desperate and say, you know what? Hey, hey, boo, I was wrong. You know, I'm sorry. You know, like 
forgive me. I was the wrong one, you know? Yeah. You you were good. You're good. Yeah. You're good. I know I was out of line. You know that abusive yeah. response? Like, no, 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 you're not crazy. It's me. I'm mm -hmm. crazy. Mm -hmm. I, you know, I disrespected you. Yeah. I said the wrong thing. It's okay. Right? We do that in abusive relationships to keep the peace. And that moment, I had a coming to Jesus moment, literally, was where I was faced with the reality that if I said, I'm done with this relationship, that financial stability was going to go to the garbage. Mm -hmm. Now, I was going to be in the street with two of my kids. And that uncertainty was killing me. But you know what I said to God? And let me tell you, I cried hysterically for days. I said, God, he's going to do this. And then this is going to happen. But still, I will choose you. And if I perish, then I will perish. And literally, I can imagine myself sinking in the water. Hmm. I don't know if you've ever seen yourself. But I literally saw myself sinking in the water. I said, this is the last of me. I'm not going to make it. I'm going to be a homeless girl in, uh, underneath a, 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 a bridge somewhere with my two kids. Or in a shelter somewhere. Because I'm not going to make it. Mm -hmm. Little did I know that God had put things into place already to protect me. The landlady that I had, let me tell you something. She would come and she would take me food shopping. Let me tell you something later on. And this is a long story and I'm not going to get into it. But I, after I left the person, I found out that I'm pregnant. After I left them, I find out that I'm pregnant. And now what do I do? This lady took me all my prenatal uh, uh, consultations. She took me in her car. I didn't have a car in Florida. No job, no car, pregnant, no baby daddy. <laughs> nobody to call, nobody to help. It was just me and God. Mm -hmm. But God, and that's why I always say, but God. Listen, a lot of people listen to me talk and they're like, man, you scream too much. You're just crazy. You're too passionate. You're too passionate. What? <laughs> Come on, under wraps. And I always say to them, you don't know, I should have been dead. You don't know I should have been six feet under because you don't know how many times I contemplated taking my life. And the only reason that I did not succeed, first for God and second for my kids, because I kept thinking to myself, I don't want my kids to suffer. Because my sister had passed away and I saw how her kids suffered. Mm -hmm. And I said, I can't do that to my kids. I, I can't put my kids through that. And those were the only reasons that I didn't take my life. But because I didn't have anything else to live for. And I'm, I'm being as transparent as I can to let you know that choosing God sometimes is not easy. That choosing God is be, choosing God or death, one of the two. Like you don't have any other way out because you've entangled yourself so much in the hands of an abuser, of a manipulator, that you don't know the, the start from the, from the end. But I had to jump out of the boat and I said, I don't care if I die. Because I'm dying anyway. Mm. My purpose is dying anyway. My assignment is dead anyway. So I'd rather choose you even if I literally die. And that was my exit. But let mm. me tell you something. One of the things that he did before he left was make sure that I knew that nobody, but nobody would want me. He kept repeating the same thing. He kept saying to me, who's going to want you with three kids? Jesus. Who's going to want you used and abused? You got three kids, girl. You got no career. Right now you got no job. You got no car. Who's going to want you? Show me the list of how many men are, are standing in a, in a line. Coming knocking at your door. Because 
let me tell you, this is America. Listen to what he used to tell me, because this is how they play with your mind. Mm -hmm. You know how many young chicks are out there that don't got children? You think they're going to pick you over those young girls? And he started working with, just like the devil does, right? He starts implanting those seeds of nastiness so that you can stay stuck. You know what he wanted to do? He wanted to make me say, you know what? You're right. Nobody's going to want me. I'm going to have to stay here. Mm -hmm. I'd rather this than nothing at all. Oh, my God. You know, it's funny. Um, my situation was a little different. Um, I, I was in a situation where um, I dealt with infidelity, right? And um, it was a constant thing for something that I was going through constantly. Um, and I remember I got to a point where I knew that I was so broken and I was so hurt. And I would always tell myself, but I, you know, I've always wanted to be with the father of my kids. I, you know, I don't want to break this up. I oh, know man. what it is to break the family up. Oh, I man. know how hard it, it hurt me as the child to not have, you know, both parents in one home. And so, you know, it, that that's one thing that always ran through my mind <coughs> and why I, I chose to stay. One of the reasons why I chose to stay, but then this, the enemy is so crafty, like, the thought of of him cheating or men cheating period would go through my mind and i'm like well um if i if i leave him i might end up with somebody else that's going to oh, still cheat man, on me so yes. i might as well just stay here and just be cheated on all men cheat oh my gosh so that was something that would constantly go through my mind all men cheat i might as well stay here mm. and that's what the enemy does the enemy doesn't only use people, but he also, it's just in your battle, battlefield of the mind. Yes. You're battling. You're sitting here battling these negative thoughts and it is not realistic. This is not, this is not true. It is not true. And this is why when you look at the word of God, I don't, I don't know how many of you are Christian women who serve the Lord. If maybe there's other women that believe, but just aren't serving. My hope was found in God. Mm. Like, uh, Pastor Lucy's story is different, but the one thing that remained the same is the Lord. But mm. my God, That's but right. God, but That's God. Right. Amen. And a, a lot of the times we fall um, into these manipulation tactics, right? Mm -hmm. And um, I did for a long time. I mean, this relationship was on and off for about 10 years. Mm -hmm. So I can't say that I just loved them this yeah. much. I was all in. Mm -hmm. And um, I kept going back. We broke up many times, but I kept going back back to toxic because of the ma manipulation. Mm -hmm. And um, a lot of the times we just continue to drag down into thinking, you know what? I'm not going to do any better. Um, there's nothing better that's going to... Mm -hmm. You know what I used to I say to myself? I'm going to have to settle. Yep. And you know what? At one point, I was so sick of being sick and tired of being tired that I said, even if I have to settle, I'm moving on. Because I was done. I, I was just done. Even if I have to settle. And I, I thought to myself, I'm just going to have to settle. But these were the manipulation tactics that the devil was using through the person that I yeah. was with. Listen, you're no good for nothing. You know, I'm just going to break you down to the point that, you know, you are going to have to understand that either you're going to be with me or you're going to be by yourself. And I had to make that that jump out of the boat, not knowing where my next uh, 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 meal was going to come for me and my kids. You know why the enemy does this as well? Because... She has a purpose. We all have purpose, right? And it's it. Imagine if if you would have stayed in that situation. Hmm. 
would you have been the person that you are today? But this is why I always preach this, Fanny, and I think that people don't understand. Your assignment is not for you. Mm -hmm. I always preach that because that's the truth. If I wouldn't have gotten uh, that enlightenment or, or made that decision, that bold decision to just jump out of the boat, even if I died, which by the way, I didn't, I'm still here. And she looking good. And I'm looking good. You're looking all fleet. The, ma the makeup. The makeup. <laughs> Gotta give a shout out to my cousin, Millie. She just killed it. She did. Yes, yes. I'm gonna have to come over. You're gonna have to come over and do some makeup <laughs> with us. Yes. And have a ladies night. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, a lot of the times I always say this because it's so true. Everybody has an assignment, but your assignment is not for you. Your assignment is for people that you're called to. Let's look at the train, chain reaction. When you talk about your, your testimony and you say, I was praying to God that God would send a woman, a godly woman into my life that would take me by the hand and help me mm -hmm. to that next level. And you, you went through so many churches to so many ministries and you could never get it together because right. you never found the right puzzle piece. Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, one of your, your crazy friends yeah. invites you to a crazy lady's house, <laughs> right? And all of a sudden, this whole thing starts yeah. to remember. It's like a domino effect, yeah. right? And here you are, a changed woman, a woman yeah. that has leveled up, a woman mm -hmm. that has grown, a woman that has given fruit, Right? All these things, you got married, you know, mm -hmm. you you have a wonderful family. All these different things. God has just unleashed you yep. into the nations through your music now. Yep. But all those domino effects took place because somebody else made a decision. That's right. Mm. And I'm not saying this to take credit. I'm not saying this to take credit because it took me a long time. Mm -hmm. I'm saying this to encourage you to make your choice. Because somebody is waiting for you to make the decision so that they can be saved. So that they can get to the platform that God wants them. Let me tell you something. If I wouldn't have gotten it together, God would have chosen somebody else. That's because right. you know what? We're not indispensable. Mm -hmm. Okay? We're, we're not the cute kids, right? If I wouldn't have gotten it together, God would have brought another woman of God in and mentored her. But God chose me. And I chose God. And then the dominoes started falling. Fanny came to the Lord and, and she established and became strong. A lot of you girls are following her on Instagram, loving her music and saying, man, I need to really get it together because she's inspiring you to, to be better with the Lord. That only happened because she's good with God, because mm -hmm. I'm good with God, right. because somebody else mentored me and was good with God. So I, I wish I had somebody here that said, you know what? I'm getting it now. Mm. My assignment is not for me. My making my decision is not for me. There is a people that are dying right now waiting for you to get your crap together. together. Mm -hmm. Let's just say that, right? <laughs> you get it. You know, because a lot of the a lot of the times we think it's just for us. You know, I just want to be free. I just yeah, want to be happy. Yeah. But I just want to be happy. But you know what's so great about God that you he frees you but he also helps you free others that's right and and that is that's just powerful right there you find your freedom but you also find your purpose and god uses you based off of all those situations and things that you have encountered and went through to speak yes. to other women and this is how how and why we are here right yes. now rebecca this is why you can relate rebecca saying god chose me and i chose god yes 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 he chose you you have to choose God. Amen. Um, that other, uh, one of the other things is also something that our sister Terry said, right? It's being comfortable. Mm. It's comfort. Yep. It's just the easy thing to do. You know, we're just so comfortable in the relationship that even though it's toxic, I really don't, you know, 
oh man, I've just, you know, I just, I really, really don't want to go looking for somebody else. You know, I know this guy, yeah. I know he's messed up and mm -hmm. I knew how, I know how to deal with his messed up. Yep. When he gets pissed, I know that if I get him a beer, he'll be fine. Yep. Uh, I know that when he gets mad, all I got to do is, you know what, rub his head just a little bit. Mm. Hey, we good. <laughs> and then his attitude changes. You know, I I really don't want to go and start a new relationship. I'm just comfortable here. I, You know, even in the, sometimes because of, of the crazy world that we live in, we're looking for something to give us some sort of stability, mm -hmm. even though it's not really stability. It's an illusion of stability, right? So we think it just brings us stability. Oh man, this world is crazy, you know, people killing each other, you know? There's a lot of crazy men out there. I don't want to go dating because, you know, I can meet a guy that's going to try to kill me. I'd rather stay yeah, with, yeah, with yeah. my crazy man here, yep. right? And a lot of the times we do that and we stay in it. It says here, uh, even if those aren't the things our relationship truly provides, it can still feel comfortable enough to slide back in, even though we know it is full of holes. A lot of us do that all the time. It just, I'm, I'm comfortable here. Jasmine Santos says, and this is something I said before we started, La costumbre es más fuerte que el amor. Custom is stronger than love. That is Being so comfortable mm. in what you already know is, is stronger than love. You know, you, you know this. You, mm -hmm. You're already comfortable. Your bills are getting paid, right? Mm -hmm. um, whatever, everything, whatever it is that, that you have gotten so comfortable with in that relationship. I remember um, before I uh, broke it off with my daughter's father, um, it was two incomes in the house, right? And I didn't know how I was going to do it. Like, I was so comfortable in, in that area of my life that I was just like... <coughs> you didn't want to rock the boat? I don't know how I'm going to do this, God. Like, should yeah. I just stick it out? You know, it's just that moment. Like, it was based off of comfort. Like, I know that I wanted to leave because I was unhappy, but it's something that I had to think through mm. before actually making the move because I was comfortable. Mm. Yeah, I have here, Bebe said, change is hard. Truly change is hard. It is hard for us to, to want something different because different is the unknown. Mm -hmm. That's why we don't want to get out of the boat because we don't know what's going to happen outside of the boat. We're comfortable. We just want to sit in the boat and got to say, you know what? To follow me, you got to have faith. Yeah. Faith in me. Trust in me. That when you get out of that boat, I'm not going to let you sink. I, I always say this. I drank some water. Mm-hmm. There was days that I didn't eat. There was days that I didn't know how I was gonna pay. I got so low that I I owed almost six six months of rent. Hmm. And, and and the landlady would come and bring me food because God will put angels in your life because He knows what you put on the line to choose Him. So God is always going to wrap you around, even in those hard moments, because He knows what decision you made. You know, the other thing that that I that I I I think about is. Sometimes we're just obsessed with validation. Mm. We want to be validated to, to think, right? Uh, um, I think nowadays uh, relationships are very competitive, right? Yeah. And so you compete with everything. People around you mm -hmm. compete with yourself. You compete with the ex that left that guy that you took him from. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So, you know, we are okay with building toxic as long as we're still competitive. You know, we pride ourselves on being competitive, right? So it says here, when that relationship breaks down, we might still feel as though we have something to prove either to the other person or to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Like, I'm not going to mess this relationship up. You know, I'm going to keep this one because you know what? I, I can never keep a relationship. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to work hard at this one, even if it's toxic. And sometimes we're even competitive 
with our own friends. Yeah. So I know my relationship is toxic. And you know what? He beats me up once in a while. I, I have to put makeup or I, I say that I fell down or I hit mm -hmm. myself somewhere, you know, but I'd rather keep that relationship because my friend, she got married. And you know what? I know my man's going to propose like in a month or so. I mean, it's my birthday and I know it's coming. Mm -hmm. Like I feel it, you know, even though it's toxic, but you know, she's married. I got to get married. And you know what? She just had a baby. Mm -hmm. And you know what? I'm, I'm getting old. My ovaries are getting yeah. crusty. I don't know. <laughs> I need to give birth, you know? And all of a sudden we are in competition with ourselves, with the other person to prove to them that we can make it, you know, and, or with friends and family. Mm -hmm. And, um, that obsession with validation, people validating us, oh, you know what? Well, you can have a successful relationship because it looks, it looks like a good one, but inside it's just rotten, right? Um, I think that uh, this one is, is something that a lot of us go through right there. Yeah, easier than starting over. <clears throat> How many of you have heard that? I go back to Egypt, emotional Egypt, because it's easier it's, than starting over. It's cheaper to keep them. Yes. <laughs> Many times. My God. Believe it or not, sheer laziness is another common reason that people go running back to partners and spouses they know aren't a good fit. Mm. Um, even when things are toxic and scary, going back uh, to something you already know how to deal with seems like an easier deal than starting with someone new. Oh, my Lord. Um, the problem there, though, is that it's um, it's not easier because you're putting in even more emotional labor, being unhappy and existing in a state of conflict and pain. I think you just lose yourself when you stay in those kinds of situations. You do. Mm. You do. You don't even know yourself. There's, It affects you in so many ways. It really does. I mean, you you stop believing in your value or you never felt like you had a value. Like you don't even know you at that mm -hmm. point, right? You're just uh, going day by day, um, just trying to live. I don't know, trying to find happiness in something. Um, and it, it's just, it's difficult to to be with, with somebody, right? That isn't meeting your needs. Um, and at what point do you say, you know what, enough is enough? Hmm. At what great, point? That's a great question to ask yourself. At what point, right? Um, another another reason why we go back is unresolved trauma. Yes. This is why we, we started Level Up Girl, because many times it's a domino effect. You know, you don't believe in yourself to the point that you're saying to yourself, you know what? Um, my mom used to treat me like this. My dad used to treat me like this. You know, my brothers, they used to beat me up. They used to tell me I was no good for nothing. So what's the difference between having a, a, a husband, a boyfriend, a, a significant other that thinks the same? I've, I've been through that my whole life. I've never been loved. I've never been uh, 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 cherished or, you know, or treated right. My dad used to beat me all the time. There's a lot of people here that are listening right now that also witnessed domestic violence in their home, that also witnessed their father being abusive to their mother, that also lived through toxic uh, homes and families. And so that is their norm. That is yes. the fiber of their life. And because that is norm to them, now they always say that women or girls marry their dads. And a lot of the times when we look at our hero and, and he was, 
this or that, we gravitate towards that unconsciously. Mm -hmm. And so these unresolved traumas will keep you uh, in, a, in a spot that you shouldn't be in. Yeah. It will keep you in toxic relationships. Yeah. Because a health, you didn't have a healthy model of what Come on. a relationship should have been or, mm. or what it should be. You, you try to build these relationships and then you get into relationships with these men, these men and then you think that it's normal. What you're going through, it's normal. You know, it's like my, the state of mind that I was in, like, oh, all men, all men cheat, mm. you know? I mean, I obviously saw that, you know, with my mom and my dad, mm -hmm. I, I literally was there with my dad as he would do that stuff, you know? And so it's like when you see your dad do something like that, you're like, oh, okay, well, I'm and cheat. I'll just stay and I'll just put up with it. And yeah, that's a no-no. Unresolved trauma. We need, to, resolve. we need to resolve it. Listen to what this says here. It says that um, there are those who go back to toxic partners because they are attempting to validate themselves against the injuries of their pre uh, previous experiences. Mm. Oh, my God. I, I need to read that again because we do that, right? There are those who go back to toxic partners because they are attempting to validate themselves against the injuries of their previous experiences. So in other words, I need to prove to myself and I need to prove to the world that what happened in the last relationship wasn't my fault. And so I'm going to work as hard as I can in this one to try to validate myself, to try to recoup from that embarrassing situation mm -hmm. of a failed marriage or a failed relationship. So I'm going to keep being dysfunctional. Mm -hmm. I'm going to continue in this toxicity. It says there is no moving backwards, however, only moving forward to towards a healthier partnership. That's what we have to do. So I think this might be the last one. Uh, go ahead. Uh, raging insecurities. When you're dealing with low self-esteem and uh, self-worth, it leads to you to form a low personal opinion of yourself. These raging fears and insecurities eat away at your strength and make it easier for abusers and toxic people to get inside and take advantage of you. Oh my God. This is going to be deeper when we come back in mm -hmm. season two, because we're going to be talking about those magnets. We're going to be talking about those radio waves that send signals, the wrong signals to abusers. You know, the damsel in distress kind of syndrome. Oh, help me. Hmm. And, and, and that unconscious signal gets to abusers, predators. They're called hmm. predators, predators. They can smell when you have this low self-esteem. Oh, you really think I'm beautiful? Yeah. Yep. Oh, thanks. Nobody's ever told me that. And there they go on the prowl. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's not tonight. Raging insecurities. Go ahead. Um, are you running back to the same toxic partner? Ask yourself that. Are you? Hmm. Your self-esteem is probably playing a part. Returning to toxic relationships becomes a pattern, and it's a toxic one that can be broken with some understanding. And how do we get understanding? If you've been watching some of our seasons, you know that when we don't know what to do, when we need understanding, we go into the word. We have to ask God for clarity. We have to ask him to light our path. And the only thing that can put a light to our feet so we can walk 
even in the midst of darkness, is the word of God. So let us go quickly into the word of God. Like I said, tonight is going to be a little longer than usual because it is our last episode in season one. So I want to share with you two different uh, points of scripture. We're going to go to Exodus 3, 16 through 17. Exodus 3, 16 through 17. If one of the girls can write that down in the comments so that the others can uh, follow along. Exodus 3, 16 and 17. It says here, go assemble the elders of Israel and say to them, the Lord, the God of your fathers, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob appeared to me and said, I have watched over you and I have seen that what has been done to you in Egypt. And I have promised to bring you up out of your misery in Egypt into the land of the Canaanites, the Hittites, the Amorites, the Parasites, the Hiv Hivites, and the Jebusites, a land flowing with milk and honey. In other words, the promised land. So God is saying here, I've seen your misery. Mm. I've seen how you're in Egypt in that toxic situation, in that toxic relationship, in, in, in that pain, in that struggle in that person making you feel less than because see this is the thing we're the apple of his eye we're the apple of god's eye because we're his creation and he knows what he has deposited in you all that that the jewels right the jewels that the treasures that he has hidden inside of you and so he knows your real value mm -hmm. maybe you can't see it right maybe that that joker can't see it mm -hmm. but god can see it and so because of that, God will say, look, I, I'm looking at you right now. And I'm, this is God literally talking to some women tonight. God is saying, I can literally see you crying yourself to sleep. I've heard the cry of my people. Mm. That's exactly what he said. Mm -hmm. I've heard your cry. Yeah. I've heard you tell me, please, God, get me out of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Mildred says here, that's the word they seek for women in need and pretend that they can fill that void to conquer you. Ain't that the mm -hmm. truth? It's it's those wolves in, in sheep's, in clothing, sheep's clothing. clothing acting the part. They're actors. Yeah. They can act. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm your superhero. I'm here to rescue you. And you fall for it. Yep, Mr. Charming. But you know why? Because we have that emptiness. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something that the only person that can fill that void that you're trying to fill with that relationship, his name is Jesus Christ. And yes. I'm going to tell you that boldly tonight. I am not ashamed of the gospel because it is power of God unto salvation. And I can tell you tonight, the only one that can fill that hole that you feel in your, in your heart, in your life, his name is Jesus. Whether you've been through abuse, where you've been through domestic violence, through drug abu uh, abuse or alcoholism, whatever it is that you've gone through, what I'm trying to tell you is that you have a void that has to be filled. Yes. And the only one that can fill that hole that you have in, in your heart, that need, his name is Jesus Christ. You know why we, we, we fail? Why, Pastor? Because we try to fill that hole with all these different mm. things. Yep. We think that we can get it through a man's love. And that's negative. Negative, you cannot get that through uh, the love of a man. Do you know when God gave me my prince? When I said, God, you are enough. If I have to stay by myself and, and worship you for the rest of my life by myself, you are enough. And the day that I said, Lord, you are enough, the next month he brought me somebody. Mm -hmm. The next month, 
He brought me somebody. Only he's enough. He is your alpha and your omega. He is your strong tower. He is your present help in your time of need. He is your dwelling place. Come on. He is your safety, your protection. He's your husband. Mm -hmm. He's your partner. He's your lover. The Bible says he is the lover of our soul. Only he will do. Only he can fill that void. And so here he's saying to the people, I have seen your misery. Just like he's saying to us. I've seen you cry. I've seen how bad he treats you. I've seen how he's tried to break you down. How he's told you you're no good for nothing. You're never going to amount to nothing. Nobody ever is going to want to be with you after I leave you. God is saying to you tonight, I see your misery. Ha ha, but I have a, I, I, I have a, a, a clue here. I have an idea. God is saying, guess what? You might not have a plan, but I got a plan. Amen. What's your favorite verse? Jeremiah 20. Come on, somebody. Tell me. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you, to give you a good future, and not to harm you. That is the plan that God has. You might not have a plan, but he got a plan. And he's looking at your misery right now. And he's saying, guess what? I have promised to bring you out of that misery in Egypt, that slavery, that bad relationship, that bad friendship. There's bad friendships out there. Oh, yes. No, Girls that be trying to pry into your relationship and, and into your situations and your privacy to go and talk trash about you. Mm -hmm. Not everybody that says that they're your friend are your friend. Then you wonder why everybody knows your business and they're like, oh, I don't know, girl. Or did you say, did you tell anybody else? Cause or, or I didn't talk. Even, it even makes some, some people feel good. Like, oh, my, you know, you look at your relationship and you're like, you know, my man is a little bad, but hers is even worse. Like, Ooh. oh my God, it just makes you feel. Oh, that's like, a conversation yeah, I'm, for I'm, You know, he ain't too bad. Oh, my man. I thought right. my man was bad, but mm -hmm. ooh, look at yours, girl. Mm -mm. I'll keep mine. Mm. I'll keep my toxic. Yeah. Yours is too toxic. <laughs> <laughs> I'll keep my dysfunction. You're too dysfunctional. Jesus. And we love to do yeah. that. That's the comparison yep. issue, right? Second verse that we're going to read is Exodus 14. 10 through 16, and then 19 through 20. Girls, Exodus 14, 10 through 16, 19 through 20. If you, somebody can write it down. Exodus 14, 10 through 16, and 19 through 20. As Pharaoh approached the Israelites, looked up, and there were the, the Egyptians marching after them. They were terrified and cried out to the Lord. They said to Moses, why uh, was it because there was no graves in Egypt that you brought us to the desert to die? What have you done to us by bringing us out of Egypt? Didn't we say to you in Egypt, leave us alone? Let us serve the Egyptians? It would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than to die in the desert. Ooh, girl, I felt that one. Verse 13, Moses answered the people, don't be afraid. Stand firm. You're, you will see the deliverance of the Lord will bring you today. The Egyptians you see today, you will see. You will, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only mm. to be still. I'm going to read that again. Love the it. Egyptians you see today, you will never see again. The Lord will fight for you. You need only be still. I don't know who needs to hear this tonight. But God is declaring a word over you ladies tonight, over everybody that is watching. God is declaring a word. 
the misery that you're feeling right now, if you give your life to Jesus Christ, if you look forward, if you focus on him, you will see that misery no more. Come on. You know what you see here as well? That they had to make a decision, right? The, before all of this, they had to make the decision to either stay or to go. And they mm. decided to go, right? Or and have go. Yeah. So you... It's all about a decision. You need to make the decision. Do you want to continue staying here for the benefits because of the little bit that you think that you're receiving that you need right now? Or will you go through the desert trusting the Lord that he will get you through? Because you know what? When you decide to leave, it's not going to look pretty. It's not going to look pretty. You're going to go through some things. Come on, somebody. That's a good point. Emotionally, you're going to go through some emotional pains. There's going to be times where you, you feel like picking up that phone and calling that person and saying, yo, I miss you. Like, it, mm. you know, this is not worth it. Like, my heart hurts. I just want to be with you because I want that second of happiness. Ooh. Right? Come feed me. Oh, my Lord. It's like, I'm thirsty. Yes, I'm thirsty. Like, what? Is, what are you thirsting for? Oh what my. are you hungry for? Oh, my God. Who will you trust? Will you put your trust in God who knows the plans and the plans that he has for you? My Lord, that's good. That is so who, good. Who will you trust? Or will you trust man? Hmm. Because, you know, I can look at myself and I know that I have some defects. As a human being, I know that I can fail. I fail people. Mm -hmm. When you look at it, when you look at God, when you seek the word of God, when you uh, 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 look at his characteristic, his traits, his personality. And when you see that he comes through every time, Come he says on. he's going to do something. My God, that weighs more than any person saying, I love you, girl. Let me pay your bills. Mm. Let me, you know, come over and do whatever it is that, you know, you may be lacking in, in during this time. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you that even though you may be lacking it right now, God is going to come through mm -hmm. because mm -hmm. that's the God that we serve. Yes. He's not man that he should lie. No, no, no. Come on. Jesus. Let me, let me tell you something. A lot of the times, look at what these, these Israelites were saying. Didn't we tell you in Egypt that we didn't want to go? Mm. We told you we didn't want to go. And now we're here. And now we're going to die in the desert. I mean, you should have left us there. Because a lot of us do that. When we leave those relationships and we're in that desert of loneliness, when we're drinking that water after yes. we decided to jump the boat, we're like, yes. I'm drowning. And then you might say, man, he wasn't he wasn't really that bad. I should have stayed there. I should have stayed there. He wasn't really that bad. Girl, I think I was exaggerating. Mm -hmm. I, I exaggerate sometimes. And I was exaggerating. And you know what? It really wasn't that bad. Because you know, you know what? My friend over there, her man is really bad. Yep. But mine wasn't that bad. We start comparing toxicity. To toxicity. to toxicity. So, you know, at least he didn't beat me. Right. You know, he cursed me out, right. but he didn't beat me. Mm -hmm. He never put a hand on me. Right. I mean, he used to drink till he fell on the floor. He wouldn't come home sometimes. You know, but he didn't beat me. Mm. He didn't do drugs in front of my kids. We good. Oh, my Lord. And that's what the Israelites were doing. Mm -hmm. They were saying, Moses, what, what are you talking about? We were okay mm -hmm. it being slaves. We were fine in our toxic relationship with the Egyptians. Yeah. We knew our place. We were comfortable. Mm -hmm. We didn't want change, like some of the girls were saying. It's deep. We were okay being slaves. Because you know what? Everybody goes through it. Everybody cheats. Yeah. I'd rather stay with this one that I know than somebody that I don't know. Mm -hmm. That's going to cheat also. 
And a lot of the times we start to kind of talk to ourselves yep. in, a, in a negative way. Let mm -hmm. me tell you, I was having a conversation with somebody and I was telling them when I got out of my, out of my relationship, because it was, it was a back and forth for 10 years. It took a lot, a lot out of me. Mm -hmm. I had to play games with myself. And the games that I would play in my mind was the moment that I would start uh, having those conversations, it wasn't that bad. Mm -hmm. I, I felt like I wanted to slap myself and say, no, 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 no. It was bad and mm -hmm. it was even worse than what you think. Mm -hmm. And I had to say that to myself to kind of bring myself back into, into reality. Snap out of it, girl. Mm -hmm. You ain't going back there. You better not. And a lot of the times we start playing these mind games with ourselves. Yeah, well, it really wasn't that bad. You know what? I'm just gonna call him one time. I'm gonna block my number, and I'm just gonna I'm just gonna hear his voice. Mm -hmm. We so petty sometimes. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna hear it because you know I just need to hear his <laughs> voice, right? And so then you start whatever sixty-seven. Yeah, start whatever. sixty-seven. And then I haven't done that in a while, so <laughs> you can tell I forgot. Start sixty-seven, right? And then all of a sudden, hello, hello. And then you're like, you? <laughs> and then the guy's like, babe, is that you? Babe, babe, you know, I miss you, man. <laughs> Can I come over? Mm. And then it's done for because oh, you yeah. just played yourself. Once you let him come over, it's a done deal. <laughs> let me tell you something. You just done played yourself. But a lot of us do that. And I did that for such a long time. And to the point that I said, you know what? I'm erasing every picture, every email, every text, every everything. And I'm blocking them out of my life. We're going to get to the, the things that we need to do in order to goodbye and good riddance to this toxicity. But listen to this. The end of this verse says we were in 15, right? So Exodus 14, 15. The Lord said to Moses, why are you crying out to me? Tell the Israelites to move. Raise your staff and stretch out your hand over the sea to divide the water so that the Israelites can go through the sea on dry ground. This is my favorite part. Verse 19. Then the angel of God who had been traveling in front of Israel's army withdrew and went behind them. The pillar of cloud also moved from front and stood behind them. Oh, my God. Listen to this. So what they're saying is that the angel of the Lord was in front of the army. So the protection, mm. God's power was in front of them, right? Right before they crossed that water. But all of a sudden, the enemy came from behind. They were faced with impossibility with the water to cross and the enemy in the back. And sometimes you might feel cornered. Your back is against the wall. There are things that you're struggling with because you left that tox toxic relationship. And now you're saying, I don't know how I'm going to pay my bills. I don't know if I'm going to be homeless. I don't know where my food is going to come from. And all these impossibilities are right in front of you. But the enemy is calling you. He has you on speed dial. Mm. Boo, I miss you. And, or calls you and plays your favorite song. You ever get that? <laughs> they play your favorite song. They don't say not a word. But you hear the song and all of a sudden your heart is captivated back into slavery. Mm. But the power of God says here that it was in front of them, traveling in front of them. All of a sudden, when the power of God saw that the enemy was behind them, the power of God moved to behind them. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what God is saying to you tonight, but the power of God is so powerful and it's so big and so great that he can be in front and the back. Come on. He can save you from the impossibilities that you're going to face because you left the relationship and he's going to be in back so that that loser doesn't get to you anymore. Mm -hmm. Oh my Lord. He's going to make a way. Ooh. 
Verse 20, coming between the armies of Egypt and Israel throughout the night, the cloud brought darkness to one side and light to the other side. So neither went near the other all night long. In other words, God was pushing back the darkness. Mm. Do you understand? The cloud of God was giving darkness to the enemy so he couldn't see and he would be confused in his way. God will confuse those that want to continue to capture you, those captors, those abusers, those toxic relationships and friendships. He's going to confuse them. He's going to leave them in darkness while he shines a light so you can get out of there. Mm. Man, when I was reading that, I was just broken in the spirit. God. I was That's like, God. Lord, you are going to be pushing back the darkness so that we can cross to the promised land. I don't know if you're ready, girls. But it's about to be 2021 and I, we're not going to see you till the new year. We told you a couple of months ago, we didn't have to wait till January 1st to do our new, year, uh, new year's resolutions. resolution. You can do them right now. My new year's resolution is that I'm going to level up. Come on. My new year's resolution is that God is protecting my back just like he's protecting my front. Mm -hmm. The devil is not going to capture me in the back, but my impossibilities are not going to stop my path. Ooh, come on. I'm going to walk this out. I'm going to be the best version of myself for 2021 now. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Lord. Come on. Come on, Fanny. Tell me, tell me how we can do this. Girls, we got to wrap it up. We got, we got a few points here that can help you level up. I don't know what you've been going through. I don't know if you've been in this situation. But if you have, this is for you. Listen up. The best way to stand strong and stop going uh, backward in life and in love. Uh, point number one, uh, reset how you see and process loss. Mm. More often than not, we return to someone we know is toxic because we believe that it feels better than processing the loss Ooh. that comes with them. The collapse of a relationship is painful and it's uncomfortable too. Avoiding the urge to go back requires us to reshape our perspective and the way we see the process of letting go and moving oh, on. Oh, man, that is so good. Mm. You know, they, they always say that that either divorces or long-term relationships that, that have fallen apart are like mourning a death. Mm -hmm. You go through the same grief. stages of grief yep. because it's a loss. Yep. And your mind, your psyche cannot differentiate between somebody that died and somebody that's gone, that's deep, that's deep. That's funny because I literally went through that. I went through that and I God let me experience that pain. And I would always say, you know, this breakup has been one of the worst things that I think that I have to, I've had to deal with mm -hmm. because I felt like literally somebody died. Mm -hmm. But you know why it feels, why it feels worse for me it felt worse because here's this person that you know that you love them they are still alive but uh -huh. they're dead to mm -hmm. you and they're in your life they they're are no dead. longer a thing mm -hmm. they are long gone but you still have to see this person that you love somebody that you feel like you you know you still want, you don't want to let go of them so it literally feels like grief and we need to learn how to um uh, process that i i think one of the things that i that i have to mention even in the way that you know, people manipulate you to stay. And going back to this right here that you're just saying to deal with this loss. A lot of the times before they leave, they'll tell you, oh, how are you going to react when you see me with somebody else? Mm. How are you going to react when you see me getting somebody else pregnant? Because I know you wanted a baby. 
and those things start playing games with with your mind and when you're going through this loss yeah you start to think about those things the devil will remind you of what that person said before they left and it'll keep playing like a broken record what are you going to do when you see them they're going to be happy with somebody else they couldn't be happy with you and then you start questioning yourself what's wrong with me yeah you do so you got to to learn to change your perspective mm -hmm. and and deal with loss in a different way go ahead and it's not easy let me tell you it's not going to be an easy process getting through this um but you know that every time that i found myself in that place where i'm like you know i want that back i want that back i can't handle this pain this is too much mm, come on um i would remember all the bad things I would remember all the bad things because you know what? When you remind yourself of all the negative things, it kind of takes you to that place. Like, you know what, God, I'm standing. This firm. is why I left. In this the is first why place. I left. This is why I left. Because a lot of times what we women do is we replay the good, the good, the good stuff. When we miss. Them, yeah. yeah. All the good things that we did or he mm -hmm. did for us and mm -hmm. how he loved us and whatever. Mm -hmm. You know what? Think about the bad stuff. That's what I, Let I it did. Process. Yes. Let it yes process that in your mind because that's the only way that you can fully say you know what my i put my foot down and i'm moving forward mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um the next one is cut the cords uh before you go there this I'm is fine. something that helped me through um dealing with the loss rather than seeing your former relationship as a failure see it as a learning mm -hmm. opportunity and find the hope you need to venture out into the waters of love once more in other words when when my first husband said to me that he was leaving that he didn't want to be in the relationship and then i see him with somebody else i, I hated him and i hated her mm. but you know what one of my best friends said to me girl you need to change your perspective yeah you know what she said to me she said she did you a favor she took your toxic out for yes. you your garbage out for you oh my God. she did you a favor you should thank her because right now you would have been struggling with with the toxic. She did you a favor. So from that situation, I said, I got to learn from this. Mm -hmm. Got to learn from this. He did me a favor. She did me a favor because yeah. I was going to be unhappy for the rest of my life. And so you got to change your perspective on how you deal with loss. Give yourself some time to be able to deal with it. You're going to go mm -hmm. through stages. You're going to be angry. Uh, you're going to blame yourself. You're yep. going to blame others. Uh, you're going to go through a little bit of depression, sadness, yes. because when you, if you look at the stages of, of uh, mourning mm -hmm. or grief, they're the same stages that you go through when, when you get a divorce or when you separate from a, a long-term relationship. So mm -hmm. look that up, read on it and see that you're going to go through these stages. They're normal. You're not crazy. Yep. We all go through it. Okay. Every breakup is an open door to find uh, the things we really need from this life. I just mm. have to mention that one mm -hmm. because it is true. It is an open door for us to experience new change, mm -hmm. a, a new journey, new things. Maybe that we didn't even know that we liked. You know how we spoke about the identity crisis. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of times when we're going through something like this, where we decide to make the move and just move on um we go through that phase where we're like okay who am i let me try to figure me mm -hmm. out again because i don't know who i am without because this you you've morphed into a part of them exactly so now you're half you have them yep oh my lord so number two uh cut the cords mm. all of them oh my lord all the cords one of the most uh, practical things you can do to prevent sliding back into your ex's uh grasp is to cut all cords with them don't text, don't call, mm. block the number, delete everything, pictures. I think that that's the best thing that you can do. Yeah, um, Literally delete everything. That killed me. Because 
there's nothing worse than you still dwelling on on it like literally dwelling on it looking at the pictures of you and him like you know what sometimes i know that it's hard because it i is remember hard. Uh, I'm yeah. like these are my memories yes i want to hold on to this even though you know we may not be together no more blah 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 this is the only thing i got left this is the only thing i have left girl you know what get rid of it get rid of it the lord will provide the lord <laughs> the lord listen to this it says here also removing them from social media Oh, my Lord. And family. Yes, cutting down social occasions. <laughs> so uh, a lot of us uh, in these relationships that we've been uh, for a long time, especially if, if we've given them a, a child, mm. now our families are joined. Now yeah. our friends are joined. Now it's really hard to kind of distance yourself from these people. But it says here that you need to cut your face-to-face -face meetups. If you know he's going to be mm. at a birthday party, don't go. That's right. Send them a gift. Send the person a gift and say, listen, something came up. I'm sending you a little gift card. I love you. Mm -hmm. But don't go because you're putting right. yourself in harm's way. Um, stop clinging to the hope and cut the cord once and for all. Just let it go, sister. Mm -hmm. uh, number three is uh, stop the comparisons uh, short. Comparison is a poison that can eat away at our happiness post breakup and pull us away from some truly fulfilling people. Mm, I love that one. And you know, I, I always say this to my husband. I always say, you know, I only have one regret with you. And he always asks me why. Mm -hmm. And I, I do this sporadically, right? I catch him off guard. I'm like, you know, I, I, I have this one thing that I regret. And so he's like, what is it? And I said that I didn't meet you sooner. Mm -hmm. If I would have gotten my junk together <laughs> sooner, if I would have left my nasty, toxic relationship a lot faster, I would have been in this beautiful relationship that God mm -hmm. had ordained for my life. And so that right there, it's a poison. It says here, comparison is a poison that can eat away at our happiness right, and pull us away from some truly fulfilling people. Mm -hmm. There's people that God has waiting for us that we're not going to meet until we let go. Come it's on. like, you know, the monkey bars mm -hmm. when you're going, you, can, you can't reach that one unless you let, let that go. one go. So you have one here and one here and you're reaching. And unless you let this one go, you're not going to get to the next monkey bar. You need to let go because there's something beautiful on the other side. Yes, Amen. Yes. Um, the other one is stop comparing your past relationships to future oh, relationships. Oh my gosh. Stop comparing the uh, former you to the current you. Mm. Yeah, this is deep. Listen, I, I've had some conversation with women mm -hmm. that are like, man, I'm with a good guy now. Mm -hmm. He is so good. But you know what? I just, I keep thinking about my ex and, and I, I've been having problems with the new guy because mm -hmm. every time we get into a, a, a situation, mm -hmm. I start to comparing him to my ex. Mm. And now we're having problems. Listen to, to what you're saying. In other words, what we said in the beginning of Level Up Girl, we said that hurt people hurt people. So now you're in a relationship and you ain't even ready. This is why you got to give yourself time to heal. Yes. If you do not give yourself time to heal, you, you, you were in a relationship with Larry and now you were Johnny, but now you're half Larry and half you with Johnny. Yes. Because you morphed into this relationship mm -hmm. that you were with. So now you're half your ex and half you and you're now with your new person. How does that sound? That, that's like a, a, a mofongo somewhere. I don't know. It's like a whole... A mofongo sounds better. Yes, mofongo um, sounds better. <laughs> um, exp I, I'm sorry. Accept their shortcomings and accept the flaws that led you to uh, parting. Uh, stop the comparison short. Sorry, guys. Uh, 
The next one is look forward to the future and know that once you're uh, forward facing, you'll be better able to pursue the experiences and people that will provide you with genuine joy and fulfillment. Mm. Mm. Listen, I know Fanny was saying that her um, mindset was that everybody cheated. Listen, I thought the same thing. I grew up in church, but I saw my dad. I saw my cousins. I saw my uncles. I saw everybody that I knew that was surrounding me cheat on their women. Mm. Even people in church, I used to see. As Growing up as a little girl, my mindset was that no man on the face of the earth was going to be faithful. Mm -hmm. The day that I met my husband, he told me that he was with his first wife for mm -hmm. 34 years. He lost her to cancer, right? And so when he told me that, I'm like, wow, 34 years. He told me this, you're going to laugh, okay? But this is exactly what he told me. He said, I'm like a dog. And I said, what the heck are you talking about? He said, I'm faithful. And I said, <laughs> oh my God. You know, God knew that that's what I needed because my mindset was nobody's faithful. Yeah. The first thing he tells me, I'm as faithful as a dog. I'm, I'm so faithful, it's, it, it's stupid crazy. And I was like, oh my God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. She got the googly eyes. Yes. <laughs> you have restored my faith in men. But listen, it's true. God will, God has the perfect person that you need to restore your faith in, in humanity, your faith in, in relationships, your faith in, in the love that God will bring to you. Mm. But he can't bring it unless you, you're ready. That's right. Because you're going to ruin that person. And God doesn't want you to hurt the person that he has for you. So you need to give yourself some time to decontaminate, to detoxify. Right. You know when you do a detox? Yes. You girls, you'd be drinking those Cleanse cucumber it. water with lemon. Mm -hmm. You need to do that for your spirit. You need yes. to do that for your emotions and your mental uh, health. So that when you get to that next person, you're not going to be hurting them with your remembering your old toxicity. Mm. Well, you know what's funny? I remember uh, my stepmom, I would always go to her and talk to her about my situations every time, you know, I would go through something. And uh, one thing that she would always mention was, you know, of course God, but she would talk about men of God. And the way that she spoke about men of God, I was like, man, that sounds so unrealistic. Mm. Like it sounds so unrealistic, but I wasn't serving God. Although in my heart, I wanted to, I wanted mm -hmm, God, mm -hmm. but I'm, with this man we're not married we have a kid and mm -hmm. i just i'm in love and i don't want to let this go but i want god and i want a godly man and i was trying to turn this man into a godly one but that was not working it, it just mm. doesn't work and so this is why it is extremely important to seek god right mm -hmm. seek god because when you when you depend fully on god and for god to provide he's gonna yes. send the right people yes. in your life yes because what what we tend to do a lot of times is we want what we want and let's say all right this is my partner and um you're toxic but i want to put i want to bring you into into you know this holy mm -hmm. place mm -hmm. and it's not working because you don't want what i want mm -hmm. you know and we tend to do this a lot and so we try to have this savior that's funny uh, no no it, it, it's the evangelistical evangel side of you yeah. i'm gonna evangelize yeah. And I'm going to evangelize my, my next partner. Mm -hmm. Oh, my Lord. And so, anyways, um, I I remember her always talking about that. And I've had conversations with some females that they're like, man, I just want a man of God. But these women don't got it together. These mm. women aren't serving the Lord. Mm -hmm, they just mm -hmm. in and out. 
yes. of, of church um, or not even because it, it starts with the relationship. It's mm -hmm. not about the mm -hmm. church. Let me just uh, clarify that. Um, they don't have a relationship with, with the God. Lord. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, something that I have to just mention is God is not going to give you one of his sons. Ooh. What she just said. He's not going to give you a son or a daughter so of his hurt them. so that you can hurt them because you're not ready for that. Oh, you're not Lord. ready. Oh. And, but I'm telling you that if you, if you get ready, if you seek God, if you dedicate uh, 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 your life to the Lord and just say, you know what, God, do with me whatever you want, mm -hmm. um, God will come through. That's right. And, and this, another thing that I want to mention is... Um, we need to appreciate when the Lord gives us these blessings. Yes. Because too many times we are so used to dealing with the dysfunction. Dis dysfunction. No me sale la palabra. <laughs> <laughs> that we tend to not appreciate the good that oh. he has given us. Mm. And so, you know what? Sometimes you got to remember what God got you out, out of. Like, dang, let me appreciate this good. No, let me let tell me you something. I always do that. Uh, uh, one of the things that I always do, like, there's, moments that I'm around my husband mm -hmm. and I'll just jump on him and hug him and kiss him. Mm -hmm. He's like, what was that for? I'm like, boy, you don't know what I've been through. <laughs> I had ugly, I kissed a lot of frogs. Mama ready for a prince. And you my prince, right? And you you got to appreciate it. Am yes. I saying that my husband's perfect? No. no, there is no perfect relationship. You have ups and downs. You have uh, arguments or disagreements or yes. things that you don't see eye to eye but doesn't mean that you stop loving the person because love is a commitment. It's not a butterfly feeling. That's right. Right. That's right. So, you know, we have to understand mm -hmm. that we're going to, we're going to face obstacles, but we have to remember that that was the gift that God gave us. If we waited, like Fani was saying, right. um, we'll go to five if, if you want. Okay. Um, take off the rose tinted glasses. Uh, you have to take off your rose tinted glasses and see your, Form a relationship for what it really was if you truly want to escape it once and for all. The longer you cling on to the idea that your partnership was something that it wasn't or that your partner was someone that they weren't, the harder it will be to keep yourself from falling back into those comfortable, uh, toxic patterns that you know so well. It says here, take a step back and look at all the bad and nasty things that happen over your partnership. Mm -hmm. Don't shy away from the facts. Yeah. Ladies, you gotta be real with yourself. If you like to fake the funk, you can fake the funk with somebody else, but you you can't fake the funk when you look at yourself in the, in the mirror. You gotta remember to be honest with yourself. Yes. Face the facts. Really put yourself back into all those moments when you felt hurt, mm -hmm. dismissed, or otherwise made you feel less than by your former partner or spouse. Listen to this, every time you want to run back or every time you find yourself obsessing on the good times that Fanny was talking about, mm -hmm. compare them to those dark and negative moments. That to. helped me so much. Every time I heard a little song and I'm like, oh my God, I was in this place or we went on this little vacation when I heard that song, I said, yeah, but you know what? When I got pregnant, he asked me to have an abortion. He wanted to, he wanted me to get rid of the life that I had inside. And I went back to that memory and I yeah. said, hell no, I ain't going back. <laughs> you know why? You got to be real. Yep. You know what? Yeah. You, you want to say, no, 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 let's sugarcoat this. But guess what? Sugarcoating this has kept you in toxic situations all this time. That's right. So why not us just peel back that, that bandaid, even though it hurts. Mm. 
and says, you got to be real with yourself and you got to tell yourself all those bad moments that you went through, the times that they dismissed you and made you feel like you were a piece of garbage. When you didn't even want to face yourself in the mirror because you didn't think you were worth anything. Remember that. Yes. When that song comes on, remember that. Mm -hmm. And I think that that's what helped me move from those moments of self-pity. Yep. And loneliness. Oh, man. I'm, you know, I'm so lonely. I'd rather be lonely than be toxic. Mm -hmm. Come on, somebody. Number six, boost your self-esteem. Our insecurities and our fears eat away at who we are and keep us from breaking free of toxic and hateful partnerships. If you keep running back to the same person, it's often because you feel so bad about yourself that you come to believe that's the best you can uh, do. Um, erase these thoughts and boost your self-esteem to find freedom again. Start small by spending time getting in touch with your uh, various strengths and passions. That's good. That's, that's good. A- you know, you gotta this, find yourself. Yes, you do. And that's something that I, I did. You know, um, I I don't know if I've mentioned this before. When I was in, in my previous relationship, um, this person did not know that I loved music. I never sang in front of this person. I didn't even write. No. Um, and so being with this person, all of the things that I enjoyed doing, I kind of put to the side and I you know, I hadn't brought that side of me out in so long that I forgot that that was in me. So, um, I, when, when I'm here by myself and I'm just spending time with the Lord and God is just speaking to me and I just start to write and all of those, you know, passions and those things that I enjoyed doing started to flow. And I was like, Oh my God. And I started finding my purpose. Mm. I started finding purpose in the things that I enjoy doing, gifts that God gave me. And that's where you find your value. Exactly. Gifts. Exactly. And so you start doing these things, uh, things that um, you're passionate about, and God starts using those things to move you and shift you and just do things. And and it all leads down to purpose. I think you got to celebrate all those little things that you have found in yourself. So you spend time with the Lord and you spend time with yourself and you start doing self-care. Like she said, you start finding those things Mm -hmm. that maybe you didn't know you were passionate about and you find yourself in that purpose and those gifts, but you need to celebrate. And in that celebration, you're going to find courage. You're going to find strength. You're going to say, wow, I have value. I have things that I didn't even know that I liked. Because I was too busy following somebody else mm-hmm. and not following my design. Yeah. Because we're we're unique. Yep. We have a unique design. And we need to find ourselves in order to be a benefit to somebody else. That's right. Mm. So boost your self-esteem every day and allow uh, that to be the key that unlocks the re- realization of what you deserve. The more confident you are in self, the more secure you will be in life and less likely to return to a toxic partner. Oh, I like that. I love that. Read that one again. I like that. The more confident you are in self, the more secure you will be in life and less likely to return to a toxic partner. So a lot of the the, the reasons why you would never accept less is because you think you're more. Mm, Come on, somebody. Okay, yes, that's when cool. you know who you are, you cannot accept less. And so remember, people will treat us as we allow people yes. to treat us. And so if you have a, a, a self-esteem or a, a, a self-view that is less than, mm-hmm. you're giving people permission to treat you like garbage. Come on. Come on. No, I wanted to mention, uh, I remember 
I started talking to to some guys in my singleness, right? And I had already, yes. I had already boundaries set. Testify. Yeah, I already had my boundaries set. I already knew what I wanted and what I didn't want. And just by one conversation, I can tell where this person's mind was at. Come on. And I remember this one guy, I'm not going to mention any names, but, um, you know, the first thing that men tend to do is, oh, yeah, um, I believe in God. I believe in God. So, okay, everybody believes in God now. Right. All of a sudden, even, even the devil but, believes. Right. And then, you know, when he once he started opening his mouth, it was just like, okay, yeah, this is not this is not for me. Goodbye. Bye, Felicia. <laughs> and you know what? I already knew what I wanted. I, mm. I was in that place where I, I knew my value. I had come from so my far. journey was, yeah, like I was in that desert for so long. I was like, I'm not beat for this. I'm I ain't done. Going back. I'm not going back. Bye, Felicia. Come on, somebody. So, you know, you just got to get to that place where you're just like, okay, yeah, I can smell your crap from a mile away and just cut them off. Come on. Come on. <laughs> so it says here, boost your self-esteem every day and allow that to be the key that unlocks the realization of what you deserve. Right. Mm -hmm. It says here, uh, you already read that, that right. we don't return to uh, toxic partners when we feel more secure about That's ourselves. Right. Lastly, girls, you ready for this last one? It says accepting what you deserve. Come on, tell us, Fani. Before you can ever hope to securely build a wall between yourself and the painful exes of your past, you have to once and for all accept the standard of love and happiness you deserve. Come on, girlfriend, you know what you deserve. We fall back into toxic old relationships because we fail to embrace the fact that we deserve to be as happy and fulfilled as anyone else. Mm. Uh, and the last one is if we truly want to thrive, we have to radically accept the life and love we deserve. Moving confidently forward rather than backwards. Girls, one of the things that I think especially Christian women do is that because they don't want to sound prideful, they don't want to self-love. Mm. Oh, you know, I, I, you know, that's pride. I, I can't yeah. have pride. The Bible says, love your neighbor as you love yourself. You cannot love your neighbor if you don't love yourself. Mm -hmm. I mean, how are you going to love them if you don't love yourself? And so self-love and self-care is understanding the value that you have through Christ Jesus. When you understand the value in a diamond, you're not going to leave that diamond just anywhere. Exactly. <laughs> you you better make sure you have a nice little uh, uh, uh what do you call those little boxes that are uh, the combination oh, lock boxes yeah. or whatever and you put that diamond in there de depending on how big safe. the carrot is right. it's a little safe right you're not gonna leave a diamond out in the street guess what you a diamond right. you are god's diamond mm -hmm. and do you think that god wants to see you in misery do you think that you should just leave yourself out there for any predator to come and, and prey on your emotions and your low self-esteem? This is why you got to build yourself up in the Lord. Because yes. when you know this is your standard, yep. the devil cannot come and sell you candy. That's right. The devil cannot Ring come pops. and... Yes, come on, you stole that. You stole that word. Ring pop. One, devil, spirit, one spirit, that wasn't spirit. Come on. The, the devil brings you the ring pops. Yes. But God has the diamond. Mm. Don't accept no ring pops. <laughs> they taste good, but sin they tastes don't last good, long. But they don't last long. They Come on, somebody. Long. My Lord, you're getting deep. <laughs> That's two hours worth of podcast for you. We get deep. <laughs> but let, let me tell you this, girls. It's important for you to understand. And many of you are going to go into the Christmas season 
in the New Year's season. Let me tell you that New Year's was one of the worst times of my life. Hmm. I remember going to my, my cousin Mildred's house one New Year's Eve because I was pregnant and on the verge of a divorce. He didn't even want to be with me. And I went to her house and while they were counting down, I was under the her covers crying myself to sleep. I was hysterical. And a lot of the times when we go through Christmas mm -hmm. and we go through, come on, did you feel that? When you go through holidays, it kind of brings out those emotions because everybody's lovey-dovey and they're sharing eggnog and coquito and <laughs> all that stuff, right? And ponche and all that stuff. And you know what? Everybody's inviting their significant others to family gatherings and you're by yourself. But let me tell you, I much rather you be by yourself than bringing a bag of garbage because that's exactly what a toxic relationship is. You're walking into a, a, a family's house with a bag of garbage. Mm -hmm. Somebody that doesn't value you, that doesn't see your self-worth, that only wants to break you down and manipulate you. And so you got to see for what it is. You got to stop living in an illusion because yes. we live in an illusion because we're in love with love. Mm -hmm. We're in love with the holidays. Oh, Christmas is my favorite holiday. I don't want to. You know, and then we see Hallmark that they're 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 paying somebody to go to the family's house. Mm -hmm. You see yep, those? Yep. I love those. Those are good. <laughs> but we can't do that. That's TV. This is real life. Yeah, this is real life. We got to understand that we deserve more. Come on, God created you, you know, with such a wonderful plan, with such a wonderful purpose. You were fearfully and wonderfully made. Yes. You are the, the crown of, of, of his creation. It says that the woman is the crown of a man, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. You know, you, you have to understand that God made you. God made you because man couldn't be alone. In That's other words, right. you, were needed. you were needed. You were needed. You have value. You are needed. Mm -hmm. So if nobody has told you that, we want to say that to you. You are needed. You are valuable. Don't let the holidays steal your joy. Fall in love with Jesus. Get into that secret place and tell him, God, fill the, the void that I have. Wrap me in your arms. Oh my God, I love that song. Mm -hmm. Wrap me in your arms, God. Wrap me in your arms. And even if you have to just continue to say the same thing, ask him to wrap you in his arms. Ladies, you, you are valuable. You are valuable. And, and it breaks God's heart to see you in Egypt. It breaks God's heart to see you in misery. That's why he has promised to take you to that promised land. Mm -hmm. If you let him. If you let them, because it's our choice, Fanny. That's right. You know, God, God created us. So he knows the potential that we have inside of us. And when he sees his daughters just being in Egypt, staying chained in this place and, and you know, you not letting that essence come out of you, come on. him being from him being able to use you to a, you know, a higher capacity from him uh, uh, trying to just lead you and, and mm -hmm. use you for the yes. purpose which you have been created for and many times we as women we don't see that and today we want to affirm that that there is something inside of you that the lord has deposited in you uniquely you and That's he right. wants to use you he wants to lead you he wants to give you what he, what a good father can give what only yes. a good father can yes. give you know sometimes we can we can see that parents they give good gifts right mm -hmm. but imagine god yes he created the heavens and the earth my god he created man and women like 
We come from him. Mm-hmm. And when I can see the earth and I and I just see the beautiful creation, I'm like, and you see how everything has purpose. Yes. You have purpose. You have purpose. Yes. If you wait on God, God will give you exactly what you need. Ladies, it has been a wonderful time that we have spent together. We have been together for almost two hours. Yes. And it has, it has seemed like we've just been hanging out. Yep. Tonight was ladies night and I have enjoyed every single moment of it. Ladies, we love you so much. We are so happy that God is changing your lives, that God is changing your perspective. Many of you have leveled up in this short time. We have told you, you know what, if you want to be a part of Level Up Girl Faith Squad, go to Facebook, request the page. Uh, It is a a, a page of women that have decided that they're tired of being tired, that they are tired of toxic, that they want to come up to level to live their best life, to be the very best them that they can be. So tonight we're gonna encourage you to stay connected with us through the holidays. We're not gonna be with you Christmas week and New Year's week, we will join you on January 5th with our season number two. Ladies, you don't want to miss it. You need to spread the word, share these little uh, um, Apple uh, podcasts, right? Blurb, send them to your friends over the holiday. Re-listen to some of the episodes. Stay on track. Don't lose focus. Yes. Don't lose focus. Stay focused, right? Stay focused, listening and understanding that God has a purpose. We're going to be back January 5th. Don't you miss it. Amen. Stay connected to us. Listen, ladies, we still have a couple of T-shirts. Make sure that you order one for the holidays so you can remind yourself that you need to level up. You need to level up. So this is a great reminder. It is very inexpensive, and uh, we will ship it out to you. You only need to go to www.lhm.com one.org that's Luz Hernandez Ministries one.org you go in there and you can order it we will ship it out those ladies that are waiting for uh their uh orders they have been shipped out you should be receiving them shortly ladies we love you so much we encourage you we will be praying for you through this break so you don't lose your focus remember we love you and we are wishing you all the best merry christmas happy new year i don't know if you want to say something we love you girls we appreciate you so much um we are super grateful that you guys are being blessed by this um we we truly appreciate all the love and support that you have been giving us um i as pastor says this is a movement and we need you girls you know in order for it to move so please uh continue to show uh the support by sharing liking um go to the podcast if you have an iphone or access to apple products um, go to the uh, Apple podcast, go rate us, subscribe so that, you know, uh, we can get moved up and people can have access to the podcast yes. as well. Um, we want to spread it. I do want to remind you girls that we are doing a giveaway for yes. all of you that are connected. Yes. What I'm going to do is give you girls time. I'm going to wait till 12 o'clock midnight tonight to choose a winner. You still have time. Go into the Level Up Girl Squad page um, and uh, share it. Share the uh, giveaway post that um, I posted. You can also share it on um, Instagram or whatever, whatever, yeah, um, social media platform you're using and tag five girls, tag five girls. We will be choosing a winner tonight by midnight. I will be sending out a message. Yes. So girls, we love you. Thank you so much for connecting. Yes. Happy Happy holidays. holidays. We 
love you. God bless you. Wow, what a powerful message that was. Be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family as we release new episodes every week. And don't forget, it's time to level up, girl. 